Hey guys, what's up? It's Steph from the Glitter Twins, and today is going to be my third, is it my third? Uh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. This is my fourth podcast that I am recording today, and this is actually going to be a book that I read, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. This book has really helped me. I've talked about, I haven't specifically talked about this book a lot, but I've talked about the concept, um, the concepts inside of this book a lot. And because I've really been applying these things to my life and I've been seeing a lot of results. So I think you guys can get a lot of results out of this too. You know, I'm not really that, I'm not that special of a person. I'm pretty um, average just like you guys. So if I can learn this stuff, then I, and it can change my life. I know that you can learn this stuff and it can change your life. And luckily for you, you will learn a lot of valuable stuff just in this episode without even having to read the book. So I find that pretty cool that... You guys get the opportunity. Um, So I'm just going to open up to chapter 7 because I actually really like this chapter. It's the four degrees of action. And it's talking about, he says, the more action you take, the better your chances are of getting a break. So it's talking about the four degrees of action and what are the four. Number one is do nothing. Number two is retreat. Number three is take normal levels of action. And number four is take massive action. So he says people who do nothing, which is number one, um, people who do nothing in their career, relationships, or whatever they have probably given up on um, are now willing to accept pretty much whatever comes their way. So signs that you are doing nothing include exhibiting boredom, lethargy, complacency, and lack of purpose. People in this group will find themselves spending their time and energy and energy justifying their situations, which requires as much work as the other actions. So uh, the people that do nothing, they're spending all their time, first of all, doing nothing. And third of all, they're justifying why they're doing nothing instead of actually taking action and doing something. Um, when the alarm goes off in the morning, the do nothing group will not respond at all. Although it may appear they're not taking action, it actually takes a lot of work and energy not to get up in the morning. So um, it's saying that this, the person not taking action has to make excuses for his or her condition, and this requires tremendous creativity and effort. Those who do nothing will insist to their friends and family that they are happy and content and that all is right with them, which only serves to confuse everyone because it was evident that they are not living up to their full potential. We all either know a person like this or we are a person like this. Think about it, guys. Who is a person like this? They don't wake up to their first alarm. Um, And maybe you're thinking this is you, by the way. They're always bored. They're always feeling lazy. They don't have a purpose in life. Um, and, and they're always consist- insisting and, and trying to convince their friends and family that, oh, everything's okay. My life is going great. Yeah, things are good. Things are good. Um, which people can see through your bullshit. They, they understand your reality, even though they might smile and nod and be like, oh, okay, that's great. Trust me, deep down inside, they know exactly, <laughs> they know the truth. If People can see your actions. They know the truth. Um, And you're just going to confuse everyone because people know if you're not living up to your full potential. And most people aren't. I'm not. So, you know, it's... Yeah, if you think about everyone in your life, can you even think about anyone that's living to their full potential? I don't even think I can. So, 
you know, before you're like, oh, no, that's not me. I don't ever do nothing. Could could be a little bit you. Um, number two, the second degree of action, retreaters, are those who take actions in reverse, probably in order to avoid negative experiences that they imagine will come as a result of taking action. Like the do-nothing retreaters, they justify their responses and believe it is in their best interest to remain operating at their current level. Any realm in which you have assumed you can no longer advance and improve, so when you literally thought that, oh, okay, I'm at the top of the mountain, there's no possible way up, I'm at the top, um, and, and you're now deciding that there's nothing you can do, would be considered an area of retreat. So that's what he's saying is the retreaters. Um, so example, for retreat, he says he's quoting things that people will say, and um, the stock market sucks. I will never invest in it again. Retreat. Most marriages fail. I'm staying single. Retreat. The, act, the acting business is too tough. I'll just be a waiter for the rest of my life. Retreat. The job market is terrible. No one is hiring. I'm filing for unemployment. Retreat. I can't control the outcome of the election, so I'm not even going to bother to vote. Retreat. And notice the one thing that each of these scenarios have in common. They all still require some kind of action to be taken, even if it's just making a decision. So there really is no such thing as no action. Even by choosing, and this is when he's saying the number one is do nothing, he's saying that even the do nothing people, it actually takes a lot of energy to not do something. Um, so you're still using energy for something, and it might as well be the fourth degree of action, which I will talk about after the third degree of action, which is most people um, or most who take normal levels of action are probably the most prevalent in our society today. This is the group that appears on the surface to be taking the necessary amounts of action to be normal. This level of action creates the middle class and it's actually the most dangerous because it's considered acceptable. The goal here is average. Average marriages, average health, average careers, and average finances. As long as average works, they are fine with it. They don't cause problems for others or themselves as long as conditions remain steady and predictable. Then he says, however, the, most market, the moment market conditions become negatively impacted and therefore less than normal, these people will suddenly realize they're at risk. Um... Add any serious change to the conditions in which people take only normal actions, which is certain to happen at some point, and all bets are off. It's not uncommon to encounter a situation that would challenge a person's life, career, marriage, business, or finances. When you have been taking only normal levels of action, you are even more susceptible to challenges that are certain to come your way. Um, and then I also highlighted this part. It said, taking normal action is the most dangerous of the levels because it is the most accepted by society. And if you guys think about it, that is true. This level of action is authorized by the masses. And therefore, people who don't take normal actions don't draw the necessary attention required to catapult them for success. Um, and, and then he talks about himself. He says, I wasn't necessarily lazy or unmotivated. I simply didn't have the proper direction and was being misinformed about how to attack life. And this is why I also think books are so important because oftentimes people are going to tell you advice 
and it's not necessarily the right advice. It's not, they aren't necessarily telling you to go in the right direction. Um, and sometimes you can be misinformed and that can hurt you. So he says massive action, which is the fourth degree of action. Massive action is actually the level of action that creates new problems. And until you create problems, you're not truly operating at the fourth stage of action. Signals that you're taking massive action are having people comment upon and admire your level of activity. Um, And then he says, I've been called a lot of things due to my commitment to action. A workaholic, obsessive, greedy, never satisfied, driven, and even manic. Yet every time I've been labeled, it's always been by someone operating at less than the fourth degree of action. I have never had someone who is more successful than I am considering my excessive action to be a bad thing because successful people know firsthand what it takes to achieve this kind of success. If you don't create new problems, then you're not taking enough action. And he says, you can also expect to be criticized and labeled by others when you start taking massive action. People who operate at the other levels of action will be threatened by your activity level and will often make it seem somehow wrong in order to make themselves right. Um, So he says, you know you are stepping into the realm of massive action when, number one, you create new problems for yourself, and number two, you start to create start to receive criticism and warning from others but stay strong this activity will break you out of the hypnotic state of mediocrity that you've been taught to accept and in order to deliver at the level of massive action you must take every opportunity that comes your way wow and that is really powerful um i have definitely been experiencing this the more action i take that is true the more problems that i get and the more criticism I receive from other people um but I do realize that it's during these times that you do have to stay strong because this is what will break you out of being mediocre and average he also says money and power follow attention so whoever can get the most attention is the person who takes the most action and sooner or later will get the most results And in order to stand out from the crowd and for customers to even consider your products, services, and organization, you must take massive action. So this, once again, is the book. It's called 10X, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Um, And like I said, I'm going to his 10X Growth Conference in February. So um, that would be a life-changing thing if you guys have never been to a conference or if you have been to several conferences and you want to go to another one uh i'm going to be there so i'm pretty excited about that the 10x rule by grant cardone this has really changed my life because it has helped me um learn that i don't want to be setting realistic goals that i can achieve i want to be setting 10x goals that i actually probably can't achieve but i'm going to put in 10x the effort 10x the time 10x the money so that i can actually achieve more than my realistic goals. So I hope that this got, this can help you guys. Um, one practical takeaway that you can get from this is figure out one goal that you have and multiply it by 10 and try to accomplish it. Um, just understand that you're going to have to put in um, 10 times more of effort, money, and work. So just know that when you go into it, I hope you guys can 10x your goals and get your life to the next level. Peace. Catch you in the next podcast, guys. Thanks for listening.